When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it's time to get to know your foe, New England Patriots edition. And so for that, we bring in our friend who covers the Patriots for Mass Live, Karen Garigian. Karen, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Hey, it's Jets Week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's always an interesting time when the Jets and the Patriots get together. And it's funny because we were just talking about how last year's hero for the Patriots in that game at Foxborough, Marcus Jones, who had the touchdown on the punt return, looks like he's not going to play. Let's start there. Update us on Marcus Jones and then any other issues that the Patriots are having injury-wise. Yeah, well, he was injured uh, last week in the Dolphins' loss. And, you know, it appeared like an arm shoulder type thing. As it turns out, he has a torn labrum. Uh, So he's on IR for the foreseeable future. And um, he was playing because uh, Jonathan Jones uh, has been battling an ankle problem and, you know, wasn't able to play in that game. And that was tough on the Patriots because he's had some success uh, marking Tyreek Hill in the past. Um, John Jones has been practicing this week uh, on a limited basis, um, but their cornerback room has really uh, been hit by injuries uh, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, we'll see if Jonathan Jones can play. Let's talk about the offense to start. Bill O'Brien is back. And so the whole selling point this offseason was last year you had Matt Patricia. The offense looked really bad. It was a big step down from what had happened with Josh McDaniels, Mac Jones' rookie year. So you'd hope to see progressions with the offense and with Mac Jones. What have you seen early on? It's only been two games, but have you seen some signs that the offense could make strides with Bill O'Brien this year? 
Well, yes and yes and no. Uh, yes, they look a lot better. They they look a, a lot more. I say confident and comfortable uh, with Bill O'Brien's offense or what he's bringing to the table. The problem is their offensive line has been woefully awful. <laughs> it's been terrible. Uh, they've had injuries uh, to three or four starters, uh, and the replacements haven't been good. So I actually think in the first couple games that Bill O'Brien has basically plotted an offense to scheme around the fact that uh, the offensive line is really not good. And basically he's calling plays or doing things to try and keep Mac Jones as safe as possible. Has Mac Jones looked improved so far? Has he looked more like the rookie that showed promise under Josh McDaniels than the guy who struggled in his second year? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, it's almost like night and day. Um, I think I think if anyone appreciates having Bill O'Brien there, uh, it's, Ma it's Mac Jones because, I, I mean, you know, Mac didn't have like a, a plan B or C or D because, you know, as it was pointed out, their offense was really simplistic last year. I mean, beyond uh, what what it is now. I mean, it was very uh, basic, and there there weren't a lot of ways for him to get out of trouble. Meaning, if Plan A, he looked out and saw that that wasn't going to work. There wasn't any uh, really a Plan B or Plan C or Plan D or things for him to go to. So uh, it wasn't a comforting feeling for him. Uh, but with Bill O'Brien here, with Bill O'Brien adding in some concepts that, that Mac is familiar with from Alabama, given the fact that Bill O'Brien had been uh, Bama's offensive coordinator the past few years, I think Mac is, uh, as I said, night and day more comfortable. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. As far as Mac Jones' weapons, the big addition this offseason was Mike Gesicki. They stole him away from a division rival in Miami. What have you seen so far? I know a lot of people are disenchanted with Tyquan Thornton, and it makes sense because the Patriots could have had George Pickens, and look what he's doing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's going on there with those weapons, and do we think that Bill O'Brien is going to have some sort of game plan to go up against guys like Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed this week? Well, I'm sure he'll have a game plan. Uh, whether they have success against those guys right. is, is is another matter. Um, but as I said, the Patriots passing game has largely been screens and short, quick passes, largely because the offensive line can't hold up. They can't hold up against a, a good defensive front or good pass rushers. And, you know, the Jets are going to bring it. So I'm not sure that they're going to be like, chucking the ball downfield to test out sauce Gardner or DJ Reed. I think, I think mostly anything they do is going to be of the short, quick variety. Um, unless there's some revelation with the, with the offensive line, all of a sudden playing well, I will say, I think they will get Trent Brown back. So mm -hmm. that'll help at left tackle. 
but basically you you have guys now who are returning uh in Mike Onwenu and Cole Strange who basically missed all of training camp and the same thing uh with you know Calvin Anderson who they've had at right tackle who's really you know not performed well but he missed all of training camp too so as i said you know maybe eventually when you know the starters are back and get a better feel for things and they they get a little more continuity on the line they'll be better but right now they're not very good former jets legend calvin anderson playing for the patriots now funny story karen alan Schechter, who used to help produce this show who has since passed away rest in peace alan he took his nephew a couple of years ago to Jets training camp and Calvin Anderson was there and his nephew was getting autographs and he had a Le'Veon Bell jersey and Calvin Anderson signed the jersey. And I guess Alan's nephew thought that Calvin Anderson was Le'Veon Bell. So he came oh my over Alan <laughs> Le'Veon Bell signed his jersey. So Alan posted the picture online with his nephew getting the autograph with Calvin Anderson signing it. And so he posts it and then somehow Calvin Anderson saw it, quote tweeted it and said, how do I break the bad news? Which made me laugh. (laughs) Unfortunately, Calvin Anderson, not quite the presence that Le'Veon Bell would have been for the young kid. But I thought it was a funny moment and I'm sure Alan's nephew will never forget that. I want to ask you about the offensive line, though, in terms of the run blocking, because you said that they've been having trouble blocking for Mac Jones has that extended to the run game because going into this season the thought was that with the recovering Brees Hall for the Jets the Patriots probably had the best rushing attack with Ramondre Stevenson has he suffered because of that offensive line I think he suffered for two reasons one um in the first game they had two rookies playing guard so right up the middle which is you know where Ramondre Stevenson usually runs, um, there was just they just been getting zero push forward. You know they're being driven back, and I think that's impacted uh, Ramondre Stevenson. The other thing is, um, you know they haven't had Mac under center a lot to like hand off and have Ramondre kind of get a couple steps of speed before he hits the wall uh, up front. Um, and I think that's impacted him as well. You know, basically, if, uh, you know, they've been in in the shotgun most of the time and largely to give Mac a few seconds to throw the ball. Karen, defensively, you talked before about the secondary, how they've been banged up and all of that. Obviously, we'll get to what the Patriots are going to try to do to rattle Zach Wilson. And I'm sure that Bill Belichick understands very well what Zach Wilson's deficiencies are. We'll get to what Belichick said about Zach Wilson a little bit too, which was pretty funny considering the situation and the way that Bill Belichick tends to talk about these things. But the secondary, is this something that the Jets could exploit because of the injuries if Zach Wilson can have some time to throw? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, they, they, I mean, you know, Belichick, Belichick is a master at, you know, scheming up and in a lot of cases trying to make up for his deficiencies. And yeah, they lost last week to the Dolphins, but I don't know any many other teams that are going to hold Tyreek Hill to 40 yards and five catches. 
And he did that without John Jones. He did that by utilizing, dropping three safeties back and basically uh, putting rookie a rookie, Christian Gonzalez, on Hill much of the time with safety help over the top. So, I mean, Belichick can, as I said, X, X and O around lots of problems. Um, but, you know, eventually it catches up to you or as the Dolphins did, they just utilized other talent that they had. And, and as we know, the Dolphins are pretty loaded at talent uh, offensively. So Jalen, so Tyreek Hill didn't kill them, but Jalen Waddle did. Mm-hmm. And so did Raheem Mostert running the football. And, you know, Tua was, you know, on target and very sharp and got rid of the ball. The other thing is Tua got rid of the ball very, very quickly, uh, which, you know, didn't allow the Patriots to really pressure him or get a pass rush on him because the ball was out of his hands. So, uh, you know, I'm sure Belichick will have a scheme, uh, you know, have have something in mind in terms of Garrett Wilson and, and trying to make sure Garrett Wilson doesn't beat them. But they're going to disguise plenty uh, to to confuse Zach Wilson. I think they, they'll want to, you know, they'll want to stop the run if possible uh, and basically try and have Zach Wilson beat them. Karen, I want to hit on something you touched on there. And that's Garrett Wilson. We know that Bill Belichick likes the scheme to take away the opposing team's best weapon. So with the Dolphins, that was Tyreek Hill, like you said, but then Jalen Waddle beat them up. I don't know that the Jets necessarily have that second guy. Certainly nobody as good as Jalen Waddle. So I assume that Bill Belichick is probably going to use Christian Gonzalez, who is a rookie, but has been very impressive so far to cover Garrett Wilson, give him help and try to take Garrett Wilson out of the game, more or less, in terms of making big plays and then make Zach Wilson throw to the other guys. Is that what you expect to see as well? Yeah, I I do. Uh, But the thing that might kill the Patriots, which killed them last week, was their inability to stop the run. And obviously the Jets have a pretty darn good uh, uh, one-two punch with uh, Brees Hall and and Dalvin Cook. Um, But put it this way, if they can stop the run, I I think Zach Wilson is going to have a tough time. Everybody has assumed, and we're going to get into a couple of different things with Zach Wilson in a second, that Belichick's game plan for the most part would be try to take Garrett Wilson out stuff the box, force the Jets to pass, have Zach Wilson attempt to beat him over the top. And if he can do it, okay, great. But based on what he's done in his previous matchups with the Patriots, Bill Belichick and company would probably be confident that he can't do it. Do you expect that to be the overall tenor of the game plan defensively for Belichick and company? Yeah, I mean, I would guess so. It makes sense. You know, I I think... I think Zach's thrown like seven picks in four games. And I think his quarterback rating is around 50.6 in those, in those games. So of course that, uh, you know, it it's logical and makes sense how the defense would attack him and the, and the Jets offense. 
As far as Zach Wilson goes, you can stuff the box and dare him to beat you. But what we know is that he struggles mightily under pressure. If you give him a clean pocket, he's got the arm talent and the ability to make plays. And he started to make plays with his legs as well. But if you put heat on him, if you pressure him, and the Cowboys did this last week, 70% of his dropbacks, he was pressured. It makes it almost impossible for him. The Jets offensive line, by most metrics, the worst pass blocking unit in the league through two games. They've got an injury situation now. Whether or not Dwayne Brown plays, he's not going to be 100%. So if he plays, he could be a liability because he's not playing fully healthy. And if he doesn't play, looks like we'd get Billy Turner. And boy, oh boy, could that be a picnic for Matthew Judon and the Patriots. I expect Bill Belichick to find a variety of different ways to get heat on Zach Wilson. How do you expect that to look? Well, I know Bill really likes to disguise and he'll disguise, you know, blitzes or he'll show uh, nothing. And then all of a sudden it'll be a jailbreak cover zero and have everyone come at him or he'll show cover zero and then back off. So, you know, Bill really likes to toy with a quarterback and and see if he can figure out what's going on. And in four games, um, I don't think Zach Wilson has, has gotten a handle yet on what he's seeing from the Patriots defense. But I'm sure they've watched that uh, Cowboys tape, and I'm sure they know very well if they get pressure on Zach uh, he's a much different quarterback. Sam Darnold, unfortunately, never figured out how to solve that Patriots riddle. I think he's still seeing ghosts from that famous Monday night yep. game. <laughs> Zach Wilson, to this point, has not figured it out. Ironically, Geno Smith was able to help beat the Patriots, as was Ryan Fitzpatrick. But the last time the Jets were able to beat the Patriots, it was at MetLife Stadium in 2015. When Ryan Fitzpatrick threw that touchdown pass to Eric Decker in overtime to get the win for the Jets, looked like they were on their road to the playoffs, but unfortunately Rex Ryan and the Buffalo Bills turned them away in week 17 in Buffalo. We'll see where it goes here with the division. The Patriots 0-2, so they really have to have this game. The Jets at 1-1, they'd like to get back on the win side of the ledger here. So ultimately, when you look at this, before we get to predictions and what you expect to happen, tell me how you think Bill Belichick and his coaching staff is going to approach this in terms of best possible scenario for them, both offensively and defensively. We've gone through a little bit bits and pieces wise, but what do you think overall strategy here? In terms of Zach Wilson, you know, they're going to take away uh, his best offensive weapon uh, they're going to do their best to stop the run. And basically they're, they're, you know, they're going to try and put the ball in his hands. And when he drops back to pass, they're going to try and pressure him as much as possible. Uh, but as I said, they're going to use a healthy dose of disguise. Um, and, you know, hope in hope that, you know, they, contain the Jets offense. Um, I think largely what they would like to do is uh, overall limit mistakes because they've been killed by mistakes, whether it's been, you know, untimely interceptions uh, thrown by Mac, whether it's been a couple of fumbles 
by either the receivers or the running backs, uh, whether it's been penalties. I, I mean, they, they've just been hurt. The P- Patriots have like shot themselves in the foot. Um, but I, I think against Jets, and even though it's a, a tall order, I think they will offensively try and establish a run game that just hasn't been there the first couple of weeks. Um, I don't think it's going to get easier trying to do that against the Jets, but I think they need to try and get something going there so they can set up play action or at least not have Mac Jones throwing 40 to 50 times every game (laughs) because they can't run and do anything else. So uh, I think that's going to be, you know, number one on the list offensively, try and get the ball moving on the ground. Um, so that will give them a, a few more options uh, in terms of throwing the ball as well. Um, I think, I mean, I see it as being a, a really close scoring game, but I think the Patriots are are more desperate, let's say. I, I know the Jets want to beat the streak where the Patriots have won 14 straight and seven straight there. Um but I think the Patriots know their season is weighing in the balance. So just something to consider. We should say, Karen, that the weather will probably factor in big time. Right now, the forecasts are for practically a monsoon at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. So if it's really that bad, the Patriots are really going to be desperate to establish a run, as will the Jets. And you would think that Zach Wilson, who's had enough trouble throwing the ball in that kind of weather, they limit the amount of times he'll throw. Mac Jones, similar situation. So this could be a very ugly and tight game on Sunday, right? I agree. And I agree. But I also think that the weather like that uh, definitely favors the Jets because largely, number one, the Patriots haven't been able to run. And I think one, one of the advantages they have, even if it's not huge, is that quarterback and that Mac can throw the football. So if, if you take that ability away from Mac, if it's just going to be a running game, uh, I think that would favor the jets. Well, to that point, Karen, you have to figure Mac Jones, not exactly known for his legs. And while Zach Wilson, isn't necessarily Jalen hurts or Josh Allen, he's a guy that can make plays with his legs. We saw it repeatedly against the Dallas Cowboys And when he got into trouble, he was able to pick up first downs with his legs. I expect to see a lot of that in this game, or at least attempts, because it's going to be most likely ugly weather and all of that. So that also, you would think, would give the Jets a bit of an advantage there, closing the quarterback gap a little bit, because that's not something that Mac Jones is accustomed to doing. Right, right. Uh, For sure. I I think the the monsoon-like conditions... Um, would definitely favor the Jets and would take away some of the advantage that the Patriots do have with Mac throwing the football. So ultimately, you do think all things considered, though, the Patriots, as desperate as they are, they're going to find a way to come out of this on top. You think it's going to be a close game, maybe a field goal or something like that? I do. Um, I, I mean, I remember the only time the the Patriots have beaten Buffalo in recent memory was in a monsoon in Buffalo. So, and they ran and they ran and they ran and uh, they were able to, you know, hold off, you know, Josh Allen in that arsenal 
Uh, I mean, the, the wind was crazy in that game. So, you know, that was one case where the the huge quarterback advantage was kind of negated because of the weather. And it played into the Patriots' strength uh, of running the football. Uh, in this case, I, I don't know. I think it it kind of evens things out. But like you said, I think I think it uh, it'll be a field goal difference if they can even kick field goals. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I see it. You know, really low scoring, fourteen uh, ten kind of game. If the Jets have their kicker, Greg Zerline, back, which remains to be seen, I would imagine this would help in that type of game, even though, like you said, it could be difficult kicking field goals. The game you just referenced, it was two years ago, the Patriots beating Buffalo in those crazy conditions. In Buffalo, if I recall correctly, Mac Jones had single-digit pass attempts. It's three total, yes. <laughs> so if we see that on Sunday between the Jets and the Patriots, it may be a close game, it may be a tight game, it may be a game where Jets and Patriots fans are on the edge of their seat. But I would think that if you're just a casual football fan or somebody who's a fan of a different team, you may want to watch a different game. <laughs> yeah, although, you know, it's kind of interesting to see uh, and again, it's hard to know, you know, that was Mac Jones's rookie year and it was fairly early in the season. And I don't know if, you know, coach Belichick just, you know, didn't want a, a rookie trying to win the game in those conditions. That was probably, you know, probably it. Um, but he basically coached a win out of that. Um, I, I mean, Buffalo still threw the ball, not like 30 times, but they, they threw it a lot more than I, than you might imagine, uh, in that type of weather. And, you know, they moved the ball a bit, but, you know, ultimately I think, you know, I think Belichick played it perfectly and, you know, they were able to somehow sneak out of there with, with a win. A lot different when you have Josh Allen and his arm strength. I don't know that the Jets are going to be game planning that way with Zach Wilson unless things get desperate. And if you're a Jets fan like myself, you got to hope it doesn't end up like that. Karen Garigian covering the Patriots for Mass Live. Thanks so much for coming on and helping preview this game, giving us the New England Patriots side of things. Really appreciate it. For those who want to check out your work, follow you on social media. How can they do that? Uh, they can follow me. They can go uh, to Mass Live website, or they can look for me on Twitter at KGarigian. Make sure you follow Karen on Twitter and read her work over at Mass Live. Check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on there, so check them all out and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.